The gates are now open, the NCE window is underway, and the FCC prepares to make it easier for those at risk to get the help they need. REC, FCC Today, meet you Bradley. This is FCC Today, the podcast for Tuesday, November 2, 2021. Today, the FCC has opened a long-awaited opportunity for new full-service non-commercial educational broadcast stations. The filing window that will run through 6 p.m. Eastern on November 9 will allow both new entrant and existing organizations to propose up to 10 FM stations in the 20 channels from 88.1 to 91.9 that are reserved for non-commercial commercial educational or NCE broadcast stations. Because of spectrum crowding, most availability will be limited to rural areas. The FCC will give priority to proposals that will provide first and second educational services to populations of at least 2,000 persons, as well as some priority to tribal entities. A point system that gives consideration to local applicants, applicants without any other stations in the same area, statewide public radio networks, and technically superior proposals will be used to narrow the field in the event of competing applications. Ties will be decided through considering an organization's current station count, the number of applications filed in this window, and whether the applicant filed in the previous 2007 window and was denied because of the comparative review process. The LMS filing system has been open since late July, and based on facility ID numbers assigned, we estimate that over 3,000 applications have been started. We will not know the actual number of applications filed until the FCC publicly releases the applications filed after the window concludes. This will be the first radio filing window for the issue-plagued LMS system. REC advises that applicants not wait until the last day of the window in order to file. Preliminary data from the Centers for Disease Control suggests that in 2020, there were nearly 45,000 deaths by suicide in the United States. Last year, the FCC established the dialing code 988 to be routed to the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. This service will be available nationwide by July 16, 2022. To prepare for the new abbreviated code, the dial plans of 82 area codes across the country had to be changed to require 10-digit dialing of local calls. These area codes have the prefix 988 assigned in them. Mandatory 10-digit dialing in those area codes started on October 24. The change to 10 digits is necessary to accommodate certain types of switching systems to be able to distinguish between a call being made to a subscriber with a 988 exchange or the 988 suicide hotline. On tap for the November 18th open meeting is a report in order to extend the use of the 988 code to enable text messaging. In the circulation draft of the order under consideration, the FCC cites a study by the CTIA that estimates that in 2020, Americans sent 2.2 trillion text messages and that since 2008, more text messages have been sent than phone calls made. Extending 988 to text messaging will make this valuable resource easier to access for Americans at the greatest risk for suicide, including youth, the LGBTQ community, veterans, and persons with disabilities. 
The audio division has issued a $3,000 forfeiture to WPGS Incorporated, licensee of WPGS AM MIMS Florida, for an untimely filing of a renewal application. In this case, the station did not file their renewal until the day before the expiration date. License renewal applications are due four calendar months prior to the expiration date on the license. This is to allow time for public notice announcements over the air and for a public participation period. In this renewal cycle, the FCC has been customarily giving licensees a 30-day grace period after the filing deadline to get their applications in. For untimely filings, the audio division does have the discretion to issue a forfeiture of $3,000 for primary stations and $1,500 for secondary facilities such as LPFM and FM translator stations. Radio renewals for the New England states such as Massachusetts, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Vermont, New Hampshire, and Maine are due on December 1st. Television renewal applications for Colorado, Minnesota, Montana, North Dakota, and South Dakota are also due on December 1st. The FCC Enforcement Bureau has adopted an order and consent decree against Fort Myers Broadcasting Company for violations of the Commission's environmental assessment rules by clearing land without approval. In this case, the broadcaster was proposing to construct a tower facility in an area that was designated as a critical habitat for the Florida bonneted bat, an endangered species. Under the terms of the consent decree, Fort Myers Broadcasting will be required to develop a compliance plan, make periodic compliance reports to the Enforcement Bureau, and pay a civil penalty of $20,000. FCC Today, the podcast, now has a question and answer line where you can participate in this podcast. If you have an FCC-related question, feel free to call or text area code 202-963-0852. That's 202 963-0852. If you have any comments on any of the stories presented or otherwise have something to say, please feel free to use the Q&A line. We may use your voice on the podcast. Again, that's 202-963-0852. FCC Today. FCC Today, the podcast is available from Podbean and TuneIn and soon will be available on Apple, Google, and iHeart. Feel free to email us at FCCToday at RECnet.com. That's FCCToday at RECnet.com. FCC Today is also on Twitter at FCC underscore today. For FCC Today, I'm Michelle Bradley, Certified Broadcast Technologist. Thank you for listening and stay safe. REC. REC. REC.